This is Fine Music Radio, and in place of people of note this week, we have another in our series, Fine Minds, introduced by UCT Emeritus Professor Ingrid Fisk. We are delighted to have as our Fine Minds lecturer today, composer, librettist, musician, and cultural activist, Neo Muyanga. Neo was born in Soweto in 1974 and grew up singing in choirs before starting musical theory lessons at high school and then studying philosophy and the Italian madrigal tradition in Trieste, Italy. He co-founded the acoustic soul duo BLK Sunshine in 1996 and generated hit songs including Born in a Taxi and Soul Smile. His work features a syncretic fusion of the traditional harmonies and aesthetic modes of Basutu and Isisulu music with Western classical music and jazz. He has produced eight CDs, written and composed original operettas, cantatas and works for choirs and composed many specially commissioned works. He was musical director of The Tempest, produced in 2009 by the Royal Shakespeare Company, collaborated with William Kentridge on the 2013 artwork second-hand reading, and in 2015 made an operatic adaptation of Zaykhsimdar's novel, Heart of Redness. Prodigiously busy, he travels widely to research the aesthetics of songs of protest, new African opera, and musical and other cultural traditions across the global south. He has been artist-in-residence in the drama department at UCT, a research fellow at UWC Center for Humanities Research, a visiting artist in the drama department at the University of Massachusetts, and a writing fellow at Weiser at Witz and at Duke University. A member of various important cultural boards and organizations, including Artscape, the Magnet Theater, and the Prince Klaus Fund, he continues to tour as a solo performer and in various ensemble guises. And if that is not enough, he co-curates the Pan-African Space Station, a live music festival and cyber stream portal that showcases cutting-edge music and art from the African continent and diaspora. A few weeks ago, he received one of the inaugural awards for innovative and socially relevant research from the National Institute for the Humanities and Social Sciences. In this talk entitled Revolting Music, Songs of Protest in the Global South, Neo will draw on his research to describe the way music helped to support and underscore struggles for liberation in India, South Africa, Brazil and Egypt. Performing live and using archival sound material, he will think about what sort of future there might be for revolutionary music in our time, a period of increased cynicism about the possibility of change. I think we will remember this day for a long, long time to come. Songs will be sung commemorating this new day in October, reminding us of this sinking feeling, this feeling of awe as it settles into our collective belly. South Africa will pause a moment to recall this October 23rd, because today our youth threw stones, they ignited fires across the manicured lawns of the Union buildings, and all the while singing Siaya Epidoli. Once again, this is 2015. No, sorry, this is 2016. I know, it feels like going down the rabbit hole. You don't know what year it is anymore. It feels like we're back in struggle days. We know we're in the 21st century. We know South Africa is a democracy. But somehow, certain things seem to be repeating and spiraling either up or down. 
to about the same pressure that we had here in the middle 80s and I think probably similar to the feeling that was in South Africa around the mid 70s. This is a piece that comes from the mid 70s. The children got a letter from the master. It said, no more Tosa, Sutu, no more Zulu. Refusing to comply, they sent an answer. That's when the policemen came to the rescue. Children were flying, bullets dying, the mother screaming and crying. The fathers were working in the cities. The evening news brought out all the publicity, just a little atrocity deep in the city. These are the opening lines to a song called Soweto Blues about the 1976 student uprising. The song was composed by Hugh Masekela and performed by Miriam Makeba. That's a song called Nanzin Dotemnyama, Pasopa Fervurt. This is a warning. This is a very angry song uh, directed at uh, then Prime Minister of South Africa, Hendrik Fervurt, who some are calling the architect of apartheid. Sung by Miriam Makeba and Harry Belafonte from an album called An Evening with Belafonte and Makeba. This is the album that makes Miriam Makeba the first global African superstar because out of this she wins the first Grammy Award by an African in 1966, six years after the Sharpeville Massacre of 1960, three years after Makeba was invited to speak as a witness against the atrocities of apartheid in 1963. She sings this with Harry Belafonte, who at the time is a very major icon in American popular music. He's working with uh, Martin Luther King, Muhammad Ali, and many other people. 
these are people with profile who are able to raise incredible amounts of money to support young exiles coming from South Africa fleeing the apartheid state right after the banning of the liberation movements, the ANC, the PAC, and so on. Belafonte makes a massive effort on this record to sing in Zulu. I think he does pretty well, singing a song called Mabayeke, which means they must leave it. This is another angry song from the same record, which talks about black people wanting their land back, wanting uh, to take it back from uh, the white settler. Often when I present this talk about revolting music, revolutionary music, I get asked, why do you in South Africa sound so calm and peaceful and prayerful when you're protesting? Um, Isn't revolution supposed to be more violent? And I have to remind people that our protest music is a confluence of many different styles. There's the influence of Indlam or the war song or the song of dignity and of uh, proclaiming oneself There are also songs, uh, four-part harmony songs that are very influenced by the church uh, because many of the people that were at the founding of our liberation movements happened to be Christians. So you'll hear in this next clip explanations by the stalwarts of the movement. So Balekambete and Desmond Tutu are two that we've chosen. 
is a song that goes bawami tikowami ibane ANC. My father, my God, be with the ANC. Again, it's religious but political. Bawami tikowami ibane ANC. Bawami tikowami ibane ANC. Ibane ANC. Ibane ANC. And of course, people sing this and they dance and they go round and round and round in circles. And the spirit, the energy that gets released is such that you, you come alive. But the most famous South African freedom song, one that has a very strong church influence, would be the Nkosi Sigeleli Afrika. Which means, may God bless Africa. It was the anthem of the ANC for decades before becoming part of the official national anthem of South Africa after the first democratic multiracial elections in April 1994. This song was composed by Enoch Sondonga in 1897. which is our anthem but which you know i mean is a freedom song because it's about the liberation of our people and saying god must bless them so you find an interplay between feelings of calling on your god calling on your creator calling on your ancestors to also assist you to communicate with your creator when you are so deeply involved in this very, very serious business of trying to liberate your country. Is for me, or both of those are for me the cream of our songs because, in the end, as it were, we start where we began with God because we are saying we want our freedom not in order to rule over other people, not to dominate other people. We, 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 we want a country where all will really be free. What I'm going to play you now is what we call the Doi Doi. It's from the Nlamu, the war song influence in our protest tradition. This is what we sing on the street. Hey, 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 hey,
Taking a cue from my research on protest music on the streets of South Africa, I went and looked at this tradition in Egypt. Egypt has been in the news since what's called the Arab Spring, the revolution of 2011, and once again, 2013. I've been working with an amazing troupe there called El Washa, a troupe of storytellers. And they tell very, very strong documentary narratives of people who've suffered under police brutality. And I'm going to give you a sample of what kind of work they put on the streets and places like Tahrir Square, for example, are full of this kind of noise these days. You'll hear the voice of my colleague Hassan El-Gretli, who leads El Washa, and he'll explain at the end of this piece what the songs are talking about and where they are drawn from.
What ties the Egyptian tradition and the South African tradition for me is that these are performed by masses of people who are gathered. The differences are that in South Africa, we are using a lot of religious harmony and lyrics. We're also using a lot of war song. In Egypt, and certainly in the last two um, iterations of the revolution, these have been references to old poets who were banned in the 60s and 70s whose uh, lyrics and whose texts are being revived by young people. And you've got a lot of rap and you've got a lot of uh, graffiti artists who are collaborating. A very different tradition I found was in uh, Delhi through research done by a friend of mine, Sumangala Damodaran. She's interviewed a number of people who were working with uh, the Indian People's Theatre Association, which was a very left-wing theatre society that was intent on telling people stories stories from the margins of society this is a song in bangla called arkotokal written by benoy roy a song from the tebaga movement in bengal written around 1946 and it's um, about peasants who rose up against oppressive landlords
really these three traditions, the South African, the Egyptian, the Indian that I've played you samples of so far are demonstrations of archives where groups of people sing together on the streets. Now I want to take you to where soloists are key. Uh, and I'm looking at parts of Latin America. We'll start with Brazil, and this is modern-day 21st century Brazil. This is a wonderful group that I've been working with in Sao Paulo called Alafia, and their struggle really is about race and racism in Brazil. The feeling very much is race is invisible, and they're looking for examples elsewhere in the world to understand how to speak and articulate racial distinction and um, what racial marginalization does to that society. Pelas nossas contas, pelo nosso toque, nosso fio desencapou. E você não escapa do choque, com a nossa rapa você não é capaz. Com a nossa rapa você não é capaz. Nós estamos além desse mapa, não cabemos na tua ampulheta, não vestimos tão pouco essa roupa. Sob a luz do sol 
Desvelhamos no prata da lua Desligaremos passando o cero E a luta continua Com a nossa rapa você não é capaz
That was Dragao by Karina Bur, an incredible musician I've been working with uh, from the north of Brazil, from a town called Recife. And she's a maracatu musician, incredible percussionist, and also plays in these bloco, these um, groups that come out for carnival every year. And the important thing about carnival, of course, is again a big party on the streets, but it's about taking space, it's about dignifying self, and it's about articulating a voice that is marginalized, that is usually unwelcome in the general status quo. So carnival has become a very important focus for my comparisons between the states of being in the global south. I'm going to move further into Latin America now, to Argentina. This is a gentleman, Atahualpa Yupanqui, who died a number of years ago. He was very old. I think he was already past his 80th birthday. This is a piece called Basta Ya. And this is a piece, again, from a tradition of folk players. So a soloist who plays to an audience of people who listen. Um, but because he is so good with his lyrical content, he has drawn a great deal of following. The song speaks about the fight of the poor miner against the colonizing Yankee. Gallos están cantando, compadres están anunciando que ya empieza la jornada. Nació esta lamentación Compadre ponga atención Que ya empieza mi cuarteta No tenemos protección Se ve Ay. 
trabajo para el inglés, trabajo de carretero, sudando por un dinero que en la mano no se ve. Basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. El yanqui vive en palacio, yo vivo en un barracón. El yanqui vive en palacio, yo vivo en un barracón. ¿Cómo es posible que viva el yanqui mejor que yo? Basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. ¿Qué pasa con mis hermanos de México y Panamá? ¿Qué pasa con mis hermanos de México y Panamá? Sus padres fueron esclavos, sus hijos no lo serán. Basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. Yo de pequeño aprendí a luchar por esa paz, yo de pequeño aprendí a luchar por esa paz, de grande lo repetí y a la cárcel fui a parar, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. Basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. ¿Quién ha ganado la guerra en los montes del Vietnam? ¿Quién ha ganado la guerra en los montes del Vietnam? El guerrillero en su tierra y el yanqui en el cinema. Basta ya, basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande. Basta ya. Basta ya, basta ya que el yanqui mande, basta ya, basta ya, basta ya. Atahualpa Yupanqui, and he's asking, basta ya, which is, stop it now, we must stop it now. The question inside of his song is, el yanqui vive en palacio, yo vivo en un baracón. ¿Cómo es posible que viva el yanqui mejor que yo? The yanqui lives in the palace. And I live in the barracks. How is it possible the Yankee lives better than I? And this is the primary question that all protest asks in the world today. Because the system leaves so many people outside. And this music, I think, offers us um, a vantage point for ways of addressing and complicating and resolving some of these questions that we have on the street today. Another proposal is from a group from um, back in Brazil. This is my final piece by Fios de Gandhi uh, from Salvador in Bahia, the first port to be settled by slaves that came from Africa. And this is a, an offering to an Orisha called Eshu, Katiko para Eshu.
that was Filios de Gandhi, the Sons of Gandhi. This is a group at Carnival that dedicates itself to bringing the spirit of the great Mahatma Gandhi. They have a phrase that they put on their records, Orgulio Deser Gandhi, the pride of being Gandhi. Umomem sincero, now poje permanecer violento por mito tempo. A man who is sincere cannot remain violent for too long. And that's where I'd like to leave it with you today. I think the proposal is the music is going to be our way through the anger and the violence and ultimately through to the other side. And it's not going to be about making easy peace, but it's certainly about finding a healing resolution. Thank you very much. FMR.